Hello, welcome back to the Vineyard Youth Online podcast. My name is Rach. I am the youth pastor at Vineyard Church Cardiff. And my name is Dave. I am the associate youth pastor at Vineyard Church Cardiff. It was great, as always, to see so many of you at Small Group on Tuesday. We had socials this week, which was a lot of fun. Yes, it was a lot of fun. That was great. Although I discovered that Scribble.io, don't ever know how to say it, rubbish on a phone. I was so good at it on a laptop, on a phone, I was totally useless. And yet I still, having never played it before, managed to come very close second, um, and we don't need to talk about who beat me. (laughs) (laughs) Just pretend that it didn't happen. Yeah. No, um, it it was Danny to credit him. Yeah, but Danny he was on a laptop. But he was on a laptop, and so he's cheating. played before. So I think, in many ways, I won. Um, so, <laughs> if um, you're not in a small group, though, as always, we say this every week. Texters, they are still open. You can still join. It is never too late, and you will love it. Yes, you will. Um, so texters, if you want to join one. Um, and as also always, um, we are going to start with our highlights of the week. Um, I am going to go first. Ooh. We have bubbled with some friends of ours um, and we had dinner with them um, for obviously the first time since the fire break and all of the lockdown faff, blah, 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 blah. Oh, that was nice. It was so nice to see other people. They've got a newborn um, and she was super cute. So I got some nice cuddles. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, that for me, just seeing really good friends, having dinner, like being able to hug them, because obviously we bubbled with them. 3D Um, humans. 3D humans was (laughs) glorious. So that was my highlight. How about you? Uh, My highlight was, so if we go on holiday, we can't cancel Judah's nursery day, but we can move it. Um, So we moved one from a few weeks ago when we were on holiday to... Tuesday this week and I don't actually work on Tuesdays but Dave works on Tuesdays so I had a whole day to myself without Dave or Judah. So um, that's your highlight. That's my highlight. No Judah Woo-hoo! no me. Um, and wow. I went for brunch with some of my friends because now you're allowed rude. to do that <laughs> and I did some sewing, made some Christmassy leggings for a few of the small humans in our lives. Ooh. I know and then um, I watched the Strictly results, I read the second Hunger Games, not all of it although I probably could Pretty close. Um uh, it was great. Oh, it was lovely. It was yeah, nice. you did seem to be having a nice day. Yeah. Now and again, I came down from work and was like, oh, man. <laughs> it's very rare in my life to not be revolving around Judah's schedule. Yeah. Quite fun to do things on my own time. <laughs> <laughs> to do it your way. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And what about Judah? What's his highlight been? Oh, hard question this week. Mm. What's he been doing? What has he been doing? <laughs> He's I mean, done anything. Yeah, what does... He's done some things. Oh, his sister's really cute. We took him for a walk on Sunday morning. Oh, and yeah. um, he's suddenly learnt to tell us when he's scared of something. I, don't, I assume he's learnt this in nursery because we haven't taught him. And um, he, the birds were singing really loudly. And he was like, bit scared, bit scared. <laughs> it was really cute. And we were like, are oh, they just saying good morning? So he was like, good morning, birds. Good morning, birds. Like going along in a scooter. Good morning, birds. And every now and again he'd be like, bit scared. We're like, just say good morning. Good morning, birds. <laughs> It was so cute. cute. I don't know if it was, I don't a, know if it was a highlight. No. I think it was. He was not sure about it. He was a it. bit scared, but it was our yeah. highlight of him because it was super cute. <laughs> it was cute. Maybe he found he's got a little pair of sunglasses that he found the other oh, day, and when he puts fast. them on, I've taught him to say "rock and roll." So mm. that again, probably my highlight of him, <laughs> not his. But um, 
There you go. Guys, we love uh, hearing your highlights of the week as well. Um, some of you text in and it's great to hear from you, get a little snippet of what's going on in your lives. Um, so please do that. Um, if you have never texted us in before, uh, then th now is the time. Just think, what's the, best the moment. Th what's the best thing in my week been? Um, and just let us know. And you can do that by texting the youth phone, which is 07471 218 219. So, this is the last week of our Discipleship Series, Ooh. and it's been going on for eight weeks, so you should hopefully know that it's happening by now. Um, so, we are first going to recap the last eight weeks at speed, and then we're going to look at what do we do as a result of all of the stuff we've been talking about. So, this is your Discipleship Highlights Reel, as performed by Rachel and Dave. Wowzers, are you ready? <laughs> So, we are saved by faith in Jesus, by believing that he was God, he lived and died and rose again as a sacrifice to allow us to have a relationship with God. Uh, that is what makes us a Christian, a disciple, um, but it is the start of the journey, it is not the end of the journey. So Jesus, that's who this is about, unsurprisingly, when he walked on the earth, asked a bunch of people to be his disciples, which you probably have heard before. And he asked them to travel with him, to eat with him, to learn from him, spend time with him, learn to do what he did. Um, it was like an apprenticeship, but combined with a friendship. They were learning his trade whilst becoming his best friend. Um, oh, a friendship. Like a, fr a friendship, yeah. <laughs> I did consider saying that, but then I thought it was lame, but you said it first. Yeah, it's lame. Let's not coin that phrase. Carry on. Um, so... <laughs> That's what that's what discipleship is. That's what we're doing: spending time with him and learning to do what he did. But the question is, how do we spend time with Jesus when he is no longer physically walking around on the earth? Um, the answer is, we spend time with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said uh, he would send his Spirit to be with us, to be another one like him. And how do we learn to do what he did? Well, we read the Bible, we see what he did, and we ask him, like, Jesus, if you were me in this situation, in my school, my age, my friendship group, right now, what would you do? And then we give that a go. Um, and this discipleship is what we are called to. It doesn't make us more saved or anything like that, but it does allow us to become more of who he created us to be. But to become more of who he created us to be, there is a cost, which is that we have to stop trying to create ourselves. We have to lay down our priorities and we have to let him be in charge because essentially he has the blueprint for who he created you to be and you don't. So if you take charge, you'll end up with a worse version of yourself than if he takes charge. Um, so... How does he make us into who we were created to be? Uh, in a few ways, really. Um, firstly, as we spend time with him and learn to do what he did, the Holy Spirit works in us. Um, it's some, it isn't something that we can make happen um, or something really that we can't really explain it either. But um, God is powerful. And when you come into contact with his power, it has an impact and it changes us. And um, he also changes us through changes to changes us changes through community <laughs> i hope you understood that sentence <laughs> he also changes us through community part of being a disciple is being in a community with other disciples and um, for example your small group and being around other disciples does change us it makes us realize what needs to change in ourselves but also the people around us 
influencers, whether we want them to or not. You've probably learned that from your friendship groups. Um, and you'll become more like the people you spend time with. Plus, your friends who know Jesus will be able to see the stuff you're good at or the stuff that they think God is doing in your life. And it's really helpful to have people to tell you what those things are, because sometimes it's quite hard to see in yourself. Yes. Um, and then the third thing is he changes us by us choosing to change. Um, so as the Holy Spirit, for example, shows us how amazing the word of God is, we choose to spend more time reading the Bible. And trust me, it doesn't happen by accident. I've never stumbled upon myself like, oh, look, I'm reading the Bible. <laughs> you have to make that choice. Um, but then as we make that choice and we read more and more of the Bible, we provide an opportunity for the Holy Spirit to change us even more. And then it's like a cycle of like, Holy Spirit change, our decision. Holy Spirit change, our decision. Boom. Mm -hmm. So that was your whistle-stop tour. That was whistle-stop. It was speedy. Um, so is this where it ends? Is that the end of the discipleship series? No. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't still be talking. Um, this is not the end point that we become extra good versions of ourselves because we are aiming to be more like Jesus and Jesus' aim wasn't to become an extra good Jesus. The point of having 12 he disciples... He was an extra good Jesus He was already, an extra good Jesus. He was, of all the Jesuses, he, uh -huh. nah, he was the best kind of Jesus. But that wasn't the whole point of what he was doing. And when he had his 12 disciples, the point wasn't just to have like 12 super holy, amazing guys, mm -hmm. the end. It was so that they could change the world. Um, so there's a verse, there's a passage in Matthew 28, which is verses 16 to 20 that I'm going to read you, um, which you've probably heard before. And it says this, then the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So this is the last thing that Jesus says to his disciples. And it, the last thing he says to them isn't, make sure you read your Bible every day, see you later, or just whatever you do, don't get drunk. That is not the last thing that Jesus says to them. Although both good bits of advice. Uh -huh. He says, go to other people and tell them about me and teach them. Go and change the world. That is the last and most important thing that he tells them. Yes. So what does that mean for us? Um, most of you, most of us, like most of you can't really go anywhere. You've got an education to finish. So how does this apply to you? Um, well, firstly, thankfully, changing the whole world isn't just in your hands um, or in my hands or even James's hands. No. Um, as the senior pastor of our church. <laughs> there are about 2.3 billion Christians in the world. So um, we've got a good team. Uh -huh. uh, and on this team, we've each been assigned a little portion of the world to change. Um, if all of us succeed, then the whole world gets changed. Um, so the question is, what is your little portion? Imagine you drew a circle around yourself in all uh, the places you are a part of. So in your classroom, in your sports club, um, your social media followers, on your street, in your music orchestra or whatever. Um, this is the portion of the world assigned to you to change. 
But how do we actually change it? So I want to tell you an epic story about a very average guy. Um, and this guy was called Alfonso's Rodriguez. Nice, well done. Thank you. Um, and he was born in 1533, so I didn't know him personally, mm. um, in Spain, <laughs> a few years out. Um, and he basically just felt like a total failure and his life was pretty rubbish, basically. Um, when he was 14, he had to leave school because his dad died and so he had to take over the family business. Um, in his 20s, he got married and he had kids, but his wife and his children all died. In his 30s, he lost all his money. And in his 40s, he decided to try and join a monastery. Um, but they basically said, you're too old now and un- uneducated. You can't be a priest. Um, so not going that well, really, this guy, this guy's life. Monasteries are like where monks and priests like live and yeah. train. and Yeah. They do, their, they do their monk thing. They do the monk thing. But they were like, you can't come uh-uh. and do your monk thing here. You can't have a monk you're thing. You're too old. Yeah. Um, but the monastery did send him to a college in Mallorca to be the doorkeeper, literally to be the guy who opens the door for other people. Um, and that's literally what he did for his entire life. He was never promoted. He never became a priest. Um, but Alphonsus decided to turn doorkeeping in that college into his calling, into the place where he was called to change the world. That was his little circle of the world that he was going to change. And every time the doorbell rang, he'd say, I'm coming, Lord. And then he would welcome the visitor as if it was God. He was welcoming into the into the college. And he welcomed loads of like young and you know, clever priests who were given loads of opportunities and privileges that he had obviously been denied when they were like, uh-uh, you're too old. Um, but he was never bitter about it, and loads of them ended up going to him for advice, to be mentored, for him to pray with them. Um, and one of these guys who asked Alphonsus to mentor him was a 25-year-old guy called Peter Claver. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Claver, I don't know, I've never heard it out loud. Um, and by this point, Alphonsus was 72, so he'd been doorkeeping for quite some time. And he would meet with Peter every day, and eventually... Like through this mentoring, he encouraged him to move to South America, where Peter then spent the rest of his life caring for slaves. And Peter became a saint because of this work. And then Alphonsus became a saint. And he never did anything insanely cool. He wasn't a superhero, didn't start a charity. He didn't change the face of politics or do anything miraculous. He literally became a saint for the impact he had on the people around him. He loved them and he changed the little piece of world that had been assigned to him to change. Yeah, I love that story. Um, I find it like it's so encouraging because so often we count ourselves out. We're like, oh, I'm still in school. The COVID rules make it too hard to do anything. I don't have any particular influence uh, or any useful qualifications or anything like that. Um, But there's always a little circle of the world around us that we could change. Um, And if 2.3 billion of us chose to change our little circle of the world, then we would manage to change the whole world. Um, so the question is, how could you change your little bit of world? Um, what can you see around you that doesn't seem like it is how God would want it to be? Um, maybe it is a lonely person that you've noticed. Um, you could choose to befriend them. Maybe it's a lot of people who don't know anything about Jesus. You could put the invitation to your friendship group out to come to Alpha um, if any of them are interested. Uh, maybe it's that your social media feed is full of comparison you could choose to post something encouraging each day. Um, Maybe it's that there's loads of litter on your street. You could go out with your family or a few friends and pick 
litter up around your area. Um, maybe the atmosphere of your sports club is really unkind. You could aim to encourage one person each week for something good they do. So there is a circle of world around you and you you do have the power to change it. And it might be that you feel like my circle's actually really small. Just have a few school friends and my family on my street. That's fine. Start there. That's a good circle. Have a look around. What isn't how God would want it to be and what could you do about it? Or maybe your circle's actually quite big. Maybe you've got loads of followers on Instagram or you're really popular at school. Be bold. Try and make a big change. Like share your faith online or invite a whole bunch of people along to a church thing or just make an effort to be really kind to people. How you are will rub off on your friends. Um, but this is your activity. So we want you to find a piece of paper and draw some circles on your piece of paper that kind of represent each different piece of your world. Um, so, for example, it might be like your friendship group is one circle or, or maybe your whole class or um, your street might be one circle, your family might be one circle, your social media presence might be a circle, your sports club or orchestra or whatever, or even church might be a circle. And once you've got all your circles of like the bits of world that you're a part of, um, go through them one by one and think like, is there anything about this that isn't how God would have it? Our job is basically to bring heaven on earth. So if you think about that circle of your world, is there anything that doesn't look like it belongs in heaven? Um, and write that into your circle and then pick one thing in one of your circles that you could change or at least have some sort of impact on. So, for example, if your circle is your street and one of the things you've written is litter, you could change that by litter picking. Or if your circle is Instagram and in the circle you've written lots of comparison, you could change that or at least have an impact on it by sharing something positive or encouraging every day. Or even if you're feeling bold, sharing about your faith every day. Yeah. Um, it's worth saying when you when you're asking the question like does this look like it belongs in heaven sometimes we've got like the wrong view of heaven that it's like this white clouds fluffy weird naked angels playing harps <laughs> there's no naked um, angels on my street there's yeah, definitely something wrong with that that's not that's not <laughs> a good view of heaven so obviously don't ask that question because that wouldn't make any sense and um, heaven is like um it's when God is in charge totally of a place. Mm. And so there's no brokenness, there's no hurt, there's no sadness, there's only goodness and beauty and joy. Um, and that's that's what heaven looks like. So that, have that in mind. Um, <laughs> Not the naked angels yeah. playing harps. <laughs> <laughs> um, so your challenge this week is to try and do one thing. Um, one thing that you think could change or have an impact on one of your circles. Um, and if you do one thing, why not try another? Uh -huh. um, but it's totally fine to start with one thing that feels small and easy to do because that is how we build confidence to try something bigger. And um, just do one little thing to start to change your piece of the world. Um, and tell us how that goes. We would love to hear that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, if you're like, I made this really tiny decision or like I actually really stepped out and did this or I, you know, I gave this a go. Um, Tell us, tell your small group leaders, we love to hear that kind of thing. So please do share. Um, we also love to hear your prayer requests. We do. Oh, hey there, Segway. This is brand new information, isn't it? <laughs> that we love hearing your prayer requests. Um, so please take a minute now. Uh, just think of one or two things that we can be praying um, for you or your friends or your family uh, this week. And text the youth phone on 07471 Oh, well done. Oh, I'm so oh yeah. Um, and we will pray for you. And if you're happy for it to be shared, we will let some of the youth team know. And they love to pray for you as well. Um, and 
Are you going to sneeze? No, I was trying to think of a paragraph while you talk. <laughs> I didn't come up with one yet. I looked around and Rachel was fulling her face as if she was about to sneeze and like didn't want to sneeze on the recording. And I was like, <laughs> we're not that close to the end. If you're going to sneeze, you're going to sneeze. But actually, no, I just, just outed you for not place. having a prayer request. <laughs> Uh, well, we're going to go first over to Rach then. Oh, okay, okay. Um... <laughs> um, so, you tell us your prayer request, text them in, we love to pray for you. We also really appreciate when you pray for us. Um, so we are now going to share our prayer requests and would really value your prayers. Rach. Uh, would you like to see my thinking face again? <laughs> Is it the one where you look like you're about to sneeze? Uh-huh. Um, my prayer request is... I think just to be able to use what we're allowed to do and mm. make the most of it. Um, so like so like I said on Tuesday I went out for brunch with some friends which was so lovely, but just to like make the most of it while we're allowed to do things because um I feel like sometimes they've then tightened the rules and I'm like, oh, I really did not make the most of the fact that the rules were looser for a bit and I could have actually had some nice friend time. Um, yeah. so yes, to to be able to make the most of being allowed to do some stuff. Mm. How about you? Um, probably that it's kind of a similar lines, but that I'd be able to see friends. Mm. Um, so obviously, love love time with you and, and with Judah and our wonderful family. Anybody really feel like there's a but? <laughs> but um, <laughs> no. So Judah, like the only time Judah isn't around is when he's at nursery, and I always work when he's at nursery, um, and then. When I'm not working, often you've had him throughout the week and I don't want to just disappear off and leave you with him. Um, but it means it's, it can be quite hard for me to book in time just to go and see friends and like muck around and play basketball or something like that. Um, so, yeah, oh, I guess my prayer request is that I would manage to find some time where I can go and see friends. But that doesn't mean that you get like left on your own for more time during the week. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so you may all pray for that. Please. Thank you. Amen. Lovely. Um, brilliant. Would you like to pray? I would love to pray. Pour out blessings upon all of us, Have and you then we'll finish. That every week we alternate who starts this podcast, and every week I end it. Yeah. I don't know how that happens. Anyway, I'll pray for us anyway. Me neither. <laughs> it's magical. That is. Wow. Houses. I know. Do you think that's the Lord just thinking my no. prayers aren't as good as yours. We should really let Rachel do all the praying. Or maybe it's that he wants to train you up. Uh, maybe, That's what yeah. it is. He's teaching me how to yeah. pray better. Yeah. Do you know what, Lord, Lord, I just agree. I think it's time for <laughs> Rachel to have a bit more of a go. So we're just going to let her just pray now. Just waiting for a hand to appear out of the sky and slap just, <laughs> Shut up, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to pray for it. I, really, I think this will be a good one. I really believe in you. <laughs> Thanks. Don't mess it up. Um, God, we just thank you that you have you have given us a little bit of world to change and you haven't said you there one person go and change the entire world because that would be quite overwhelming um but you have asked every single one of us who was a follower of you to change the world and god i just pray for all of these guys that you would just point out things in their in their worlds in the places where they have influence where it's like that's not how i would have it i want you to change that i want you to bring the kingdom of heaven into that place and and give them amazing ideas and god would you just give them favor as they make those changes that it would be easy that they'd be able to change the atmosphere like just by being kinder that other people would be, be would be able to be kinder as well or um that people would actually be really encouraged by them sharing some positive stuff 
on social media or yeah god would you just give give these guys loads of courage to go and change their little bit of the world and would we see some like amazing stories of of things changing to look more like how you would have them be jesus um and yeah just pray for all of these guys as they go into their week as well that this week would be a really good week amen amen well done thank that was really, you that was really top notch thanks <laughs> um that's everything i think that is have a superb week everyone we will see you on tuesday if you are in a small group and if you're mm. not in a small group let us know and we'll put you in one uh-huh and next week it will be different because <gasps> we won't be doing the discipleship series new series what's Ooh. up oh, we'll oh, see oh, you oh. there <laughs> bye <laughs> bye